0: Fire Nation, in the house, JLD here and welcome to episode 1588 of EO Fire, where I chat with today's most successful entrepreneurs, seven days a week. And if you are ready to turn your funnels on fire, we have a free step-by-step course created by me, JLD, awaiting you at funnelonfire.com. Now let's chat with today's featured guest, Josh Steinley. Josh Are you prepared to ignite?
1: I'm ready. Let's light the world.
0: Josh is the founder of MWI, a digital marketing agency with offices in the US, Hong Kong, and China. He's the author of the book, Chief Marketing Officers at Work, and has published over 200 articles on Mashable, TechCrunch, Inc., Forbes, and Time. He's also a TEDx speaker, husband, dad, ultra trail runner, and skater. Josh, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro, and give us a little glimpse of your personal life.
1: Well, my personal life, I'm glad to have a personal life these days. It wasn't always that way being an entrepreneur. But yeah, so uh, I have a great life here in China of all places. This is a place I never expected to be. But three years ago, my wife and I up and moved to Hong Kong. Three months ago, we moved to mainland China. We're in Shenzhen, which is kind of the Silicon Valley of China. There are a bunch of tech companies here and lots of exciting stuff going on, and I'm here with my two kids opening an office for my business here. Exciting stuff, and
0: I just have to ask, like, how is the trail running in China? Have you been able to fulfill
1: that desire? Hong Kong actually has some of the best trail running in the world. It is an amazing place. It's grueling. It's steep, slippery, windy. I've run in typhoons there, which is the best running experience I've ever had in my life. But if you're into trail running, definitely come to Hong Kong. So give me like a quick example of like, what
0: would an ultra trail running day in Hong Kong look like from start to finish?
1: The longest event I've ever done was a 70K, which is about 45 miles. Took me about 14 hours. We went over a few mountain peaks on that race. That's the farthest I've ever gone. But I was routinely doing seven, eight hour long training runs. And yeah, that one I talked about, that typhoon, That was a blast. There were waterfalls coming down the hillside (laughs) that I had to wade through, and I was just going, I was running up there, and I just thought, I am a crazy man out here, and I'm loving it.
0: (laughs) Now, do you listen to any podcasts or music when you run, or is it just nature?
1: I listen to podcasts and audiobooks. I think I am audible.com's biggest (laughs) customer. (laughs)
0: You know, that's actually how I got into podcasts is because I was spending so much money on Audible. I'm like, there has to be a free way to listen to good audio. So I definitely hear you there.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: If you ever find yourself, Josh, out in Puerto Rico, I have a killer four mile run, not 45 mile run, killer 44 mile run on a trail that does lead up to a nice little peak here. So it is kind of grueling for for me. You'll be able to run circles around me a few times on the way up, but we'll have a blast.
1: That sounds good. I'll take you up on that someday.
0: (laughs) So Josh, what is your area of expertise? What would you say your specialty is?
1: You know, I love doing so many things, but I run a digital marketing agency. That's my day job. And my focus is really a lot on content. So I write a lot of articles. I love to write And I help people figure out how to create content, how to craft content. That's one of my favorite things to do. But really, these days, I love teaching people how to become influencers and use their influence to do whatever it is they want to do, grow their business or just use that influence to change the world or accomplish whatever goals they have.
0: Okay, so within that area of expertise, what's something that we don't know? Me, other entrepreneurs are listening right now that we should know.
1: Just start today. There's that saying, you know, that the best time to plant a tree was 25 years ago, and the second best time to plant a tree is today, and that is so true with content and marketing and influence and all these things. So many people get hung up on doing it perfect and doing it right, and then they just don't execute, and what I've seen is it makes so much more sense to just get out there today, do something, mess it up make it messy, break things, but do something because then you'll figure it out and a year down the road, you'll actually be doing it rather than still planning on doing it.
0: All right, let's dig deeper because you're right. We all have heard that. So what's something that we haven't heard? What's something that we don't know in your area of expertise that we should?
1: Okay. Well, let me give you a story here first. So I run a digital marketing agency, like I said, and one of the services we offer is SEO or search engine optimization. In 2013, I received the opportunity to write for Forbes magazine. This was just this huge opportunity, got dropped in my lap, and I took advantage of it. During the next three years, I wrote and published 164 articles for Forbes. One of those blog posts has generated millions of dollars of revenue for my business, a single blog post. The other 163 combined don't come anywhere close to that. So what was this multi-million dollar blog post about? It's a simple post. It's got four tips on how to buy SEO services. It's nothing fancy. It's just straightforward stuff like ask for case studies, check references. But the trick in this article is that it catches people right at the moment when they're making a decision about buying my company services. So people, they go to Google, they type in how to hire an SEO firm. Those people are looking to hire an SEO firm. They find my article and they say, hey, this guy seems to know he's talking about. It's in Forbes. Sounds good. They look me up. They contact me. And I've gotten tons of business off that article. So how can anybody apply this? Today, create a piece of content explaining how to buy the product or service you offer. Just a simple article, blog post, whatever. This content can be video, podcast, infographic, anything. And then you can pitch this content to a writer at Forbes or some other pu- publication. You can put it up on LinkedIn polls. You can put it on Medium. You can put it on your company blog, share it on social media, whatever. No matter where you put that, it will get results. And if you can get it farther by getting it into a publication, you'll just get that many more results out of it. But look, I wrote 164 articles. I tried every which way to write articles that sell without selling, but that still promoted me and my company in some roundabout way. That was the one blog post that just went far beyond any of the others. Try that. I guarantee it'll work.
0: So Fire Nation, create content for free at the place where your actual client is going to be at the time they're making the decision to make that purchase. I mean, for me, that's why free podcast course works so well. I've created a completely free course on podcasting so that when people take it and they're at the point to take things to the next level with Podcasters Paradise, I'm there, the person supplying them with that content. So I love that little value bomb. And Josh, we are gonna shift a little bit in our focus to your backstory, your journey as an entrepreneur. Now. Take us to what you consider your worst entrepreneurial moment to date and tell us that story.
1: Sure thing. So I started my business in 1999. I was a college student. And by the end of 2006, I hit rock bottom as an entrepreneur. I had $500,000 in debt. I was getting into more debt every month. I hadn't paid myself a dime in four years. I was working 100-hour weeks. I rarely saw my wife. We lived in a tiny studio apartment above a garage. We couldn't afford to do anything. I mean, if I went and bought a Big Mac at McDonald's, I felt so guilty. Mm. And I was sitting in front of a computer all day, eating junk food. I weighed 240 pounds, which is about 70 pounds too much for me. If I walked up a single flight of stairs, 10 stairs, it took me five minutes of wheezing before I could carry on a conversation with somebody. I mean, I was that broke. I felt like a complete failure. I was just losing money. Nothing was going right. And so it was at this point that I thought I'm going to escape. I'm going to get out of this. I'm going to apply to the Harvard Business School and go get an MBA. And of course, I wrote this story up and applied to the Harvard Business School and I just got firmly rejected. Didn't get an interview or anything. And so this is January 2007. I'm sitting in my office. I'm reading this letter from the Harvard Business School that's telling me you know, we have lots of qualified applicants, we can't select everybody, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just reading this saying, I'm a failure, I can't do anything, and I'm stuck in this situation, there's no way out. That was the worst moment ever for me as an entrepreneur, but it was also the start of everything good that happened after that.
0: Well, that's kind of what I want to move into because I do love how you were sharing, you know, how at the beginning of this chat, you're going on 45-mile runs through waterfalls. I mean, I'm sure if you... I just had this tiny little 15 second snapshot of you doing that, you know, years later from when you were 240 pounds wheezing after walking upstairs, you would just have been like, that is not a true rendition of what my future looks like. And Fire Nation, that should just speak to you and say, no matter where you are in the world, whether you're at the lowest of the low, the highest of the high or anywhere in between The future is unwritten. You have the opportunity and the ability to write that future. So that's kind of my big takeaway, Josh, is that you stepped up. You said, I'm going to make a change. What do you want to make sure our listeners get from your story?
1: I'm getting goosebumps just hearing you talk about that. Like (laughs) it's, It's true. If I could have seen into the future at that point and seen where I am today, I wouldn't have believed it. I would have thought, no, that's too good to be true. It can't turn out that way. I mean, look at where I am today. How could I ever possibly get there? On every level, my business, my physical fitness, my spiritual mind, my emotional state, like just every which way.
0: So, what would you really want to make sure that our listeners get? What's that one big
1: takeaway? I think we all live far below our potential. We're capable of so much more than we believe about ourselves so much more than what I think a lot of other people believe about us. There's just so much more that we're capable of.
0: So Josh, that was a really impressive worst moment and how you've been able to turn it around. And that's kind of going to lead us naturally into your aha moment. So why don't you take that away?
1: The year is 2000. I had just started my business and I brought on two partners right after I started my business. And that was a mistake. I was very hasty about it. I brought these guys in. I didn't really know them. Nice guys, but just... It was the wrong way to go about things. I and one partner, we bought the third one out less than a year after we started. Two years after that, so three years into this business, I parted ways with the second partner. And we sold the business to another company, but the deal went bad. So I ended up not only getting rid of my business, losing my business, but I also lost about 40 grand in cash. Mm. It was just such a bad experience that I swore I would never have a partner again. I blamed it on the partnership, And I stuck to that promise for nine years. I said, I will never, ever have a partner ever again. And I stuck with that. I just ran everything on my own. But like I was saying before, things didn't go so well on my own. So in 2012, fast forward about nine years, I'm traveling in Brazil. I'm with my friend Mark. He's not an entrepreneur. He's just a guy who's had a bunch of odd jobs over the years, but we're good friends. And here I am, I'm venting about all these problems I'm facing with my business, how I'm in debt still. And after all these years, it hasn't turned out the way I thought it would. And so Mark knew the history of my business. And he turns to me and he says, Josh, I know you don't want to hear this, but you need a partner. And if he had said that a year or two earlier, I would have blown it off. I would have ignored that advice. But at that moment and in the circumstances I was facing, it rung true with me. And so I spent the next year searching for a partner, found this guy, Corey Blake. He's now a co-owner at MWI with me. And together we created a high growth, multimillion dollar global agency. I mean, it just our business took off after that. And for me, there are a few lessons in there. I mean, one was great advice can come from people in places you might not expect And the second one was just because you've tried something and it didn't work before doesn't mean it might not work the second time around if you tweak a few things. So I tried having a partner before. Didn't work out because I did it the wrong way. The second time I did it the right way, things worked out fantastically well, so much better than when I was running the business by myself.
0: Now, I have to be honest, a lot of EO Fire's worst entrepreneurial moments from our guests center around partnerships. And obviously, you had a struggle at the beginning, but then you were able to successfully have a partnership that's worked very well for you. So can you maybe just speak briefly about what you did in that year of search? I'd be very curious just to hear like the process you went through to get it right this time.
1: To quickly sum up some of the steps I took, one, I took my time. I didn't rush. Two... I interviewed a lot of different people so that I had a lot of different people to compare against each other and compare strengths and weaknesses. And three, when I finally found the person that I thought was the partner, I didn't just bring them in as a partner. I hired this guy as a consultant, then he was part-time, then he was full-time, then he became a partner, and that process took about nine months. So those were the steps I went through to finally find that right partner. Versus the first time around, I met the guy and 10 minutes later, I was offering him equity right. in my company. You're like, I love you. No. <laughs> but one yeah. thing that I definitely
0: am curious about is did you ask him or did you tell him at the beginning that, hey, this is the track that I want to put you on? I want to bring you in as a consultant that could lead to part time, that could lead to full time, that could lead to partnership. Or did you just take it step by step along the way, revealing things as they went?
1: I took it step by step. I didn't want to overcommit and then not be able to deliver. So I just I took it step by step and everything just fell into place. And so it was just a very natural organic progression.
0: So that being said, you and your partner have created a very successful global international business. What is the one thing, Josh, that you are most fired up about today?
1: When I talk to people about the business, it's not the money, it's not the success or the the outward success that gets me excited. It's seeing people progress within the business. So it's it's not the zeros in the bank account. It's when I hire somebody and they start out as a an entry level person, and then they come to me and they say, "I want to do more. I want to learn more stuff." And we throw stuff at them and they learn it, and they grow, and they progress. And then a year or two later, I look at that person, and I think, that person has come so far in the past year or two. They They are not the same person that they were before. And they're happy, and I'm happy. And I look at that, and that's where my greatest sense of satisfaction comes from. And that's in everything now I look at. I look at myself as a father, a husband, everything. It's I'm helping people to maximize their potential. And that's what I get really excited about more than anything else.
0: Well, Fire Nation, I am excited for you to be enjoying the lightning round with us after we thank our sponsors. Fire Nation, there are a lot of simple marketing lessons, like the importance of contacting the right customers with the right message at the right time. If you're able to do this successfully, the result will be increased conversions. But what's not always so simple is how you actually do it. Having meaningful interactions with your customers sounds like it could take multiple tools found on separate platforms, not to mention cost a lot of money. And suddenly you're overwhelmed and right back where you started not with Klaviyo. Klaviyo helps you facilitate meaningful interactions with your customers based on actual data and offers powerful functionality without long implementation cycles. If you're an e-commerce marketer looking to make more money through super targeted, highly relevant email and advertising campaigns, then sign up for free today at klaviyo.com. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com. My biggest goal for 2017 is focusing on living a healthy lifestyle, but we all know that that's not a smart goal. Among other things, I have to make sure I'm being specific in order to hold myself accountable. So specifically, something that I'm going to do to contribute to my goal every day is have an Athletic Greens drink. What I love most about AG is the apple crisp taste and how smooth the texture is. I also love that it's a quick and easy way to hydrate and get the right nutrients in your body first thing. It's by far the most complete whole food supplement on the market. Best part, the AG team has arranged a special deal just for you, Fire Nation. If you check out AG, you'll receive 20 single serve travel packs valued at $99 completely free with your first order. Just visit athleticgreens.com slash fire. Josh, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? I'm ready. Let's go. <laughs> what was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur?
1: Ignorance. The only thing that ever held me back is I didn't know what was possible. And every step of the way on my journey, it's been the same thing. The thing that's held me back from being a better entrepreneur was just not knowing what was possible.
0: What's the best advice you've ever received?
1: There's this quote that just has been sticking with me lately. It's from Jack Canfield, who's the author of Chicken Soup for the Soul. And it's, if you want to be successful, you have to take 100% responsibility for everything that you experience in your life.
0: I love that quote. I mean, for me, it is so telling as an officer in the U.S. Army. I mean, if you are not 100% responsible for everything that's going to happen, bad things are going to happen. So no matter what it is, Fire Nation, own up, be a man, be a woman, be an entrepreneur and take that 100% responsibility. What's a personal habit, Josh, that contributes to your success?
1: Exercise before work. Excellence in one area of your life will push you towards excellence in every other area of your life. And physical fitness, despite what people think, is one of the easiest areas to achieve excellence in because it's easy to measure.
0: In Fire Nation, this is a guy that's lost 70 pounds and is now an ultra trail runner. So if you could share one internet resource, Josh, what would it be and why?
1: I use my fitness pal, this app a lot, and I just use it to track weight and basic stuff. And that just kind of keeps me in check. If I see my weight going up there then, you know, weight's not the only measure of health, but if I see my weight going up, then I know that I've got to get out and work out a bit more.
0: It's a little bit of an indicator. You know that, hey, there's probably something I'm not doing right or I'm doing less of than I should be. So on the flip side, what is a book that you'd recommend and why?
1: Getting More by Stuart Diamond. And again, this goes back to, I think we all live far below our potential. And this book opened my eyes to how I can get more from myself and from my relationships with others, but without taking anything from anyone.
0: And remember, Fire Nation, Josh's book, Chief Marketing Officers at Work, should also be on your bookshelves. So Josh, let's end today on fire with a parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye.
1: All right. My only guidance is this. If I can do what I've done, you can do it better. And the best place to connect with me, it's on my website, joshstimely.com. Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you
0: spend the most time with, and you've been hanging out with JS and JLD today, so keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Josh in the search bar. His show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today, best show notes in the biz, timestamps, links galore, and Josh, I want to thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you, and we'll catch you on the flip side.
1: Thank you so much, John.
0: Hey, Fire Nation, hope you enjoyed our chat with Josh today. And if you are ready to master productivity, master discipline, master focus in just 100 days, visit themasteryjournal.com and I will catch you there or I'll catch you on the flip side. Athletic Greens gives you a quick and easy way to hydrate and get the right nutrients in your body first thing. Get 20 single-serve travel packs valued at $99 completely free with your first order. Just visit athleticgreens.com fire to claim your special offer. Clavio is an email and marketing automation platform that helps you create meaningful interactions with your customers using actual data. Sign up today for free at Clavio.com. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com.